think it is though, really though, is just what? like you don't really go to like a British restaurant that much because people are dumb and they don't know about what's so they that the reason they you don't is because British food has for years gotten a bad rap. And so there's just, I mean, yes, there's like British pubs and Irish pubs here and there. Yeah, just but, to like drink at though, But really. those are like not a good representative of what real British cuisine is about, in my opinion. Would, would that scene in, in Phantom Thread, is that represent British like dining? Which scene? You know, have you seen that movie? Oh, love you mean when she makes yeah, him it. the mushrooms, you mean? No, when he's... <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, like is poisonous it, mushrooms. Poisoning, is that like oh, a... Like poisoning your lover. Oh, yeah, is that like that, a British thing? Is that a British thing? <laughs> well, not traditionally, but actually there is a long history of death in one's family. I mean, there's so many other wonderful dishes in English cuisine that I really, they really enjoy, including a delicious uh, steak and ale pie, which I made a homemade version of last night that was Whoa. amazing. I've had them. I don't know why people I don't. I that mean, I cool. can't imagine That sounds anybody. great. It I would is. love it. I, I would love it. I'm sure. You would. <laughs> I, I cannot imagine I love anyone. a good pie and I love steak As and, you know, beer is good too. Put it I? all together. Yeah. You would love it then. You just have a grand ball. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, just... I can't imagine anyone taking a bite of something like that and going, "What? what is this? Because it's <laughs> I think delicious. plenty of people. No, I think what plenty of people. What is this? It's so good. Nah, I, I, I disagree. There, so there's some really picky people who are just like, just give me a burger. But see, this is the burger of pies. <laughs> I mean, I'm with I'm <laughs> with you. I'm yeah. with her. But like, <laughs> I just feel like there's a lot of people who just like, you know, they they just want their, their go-to, like their macaroni and cheese or whatever it is, like their simple you know but i think this is a simple peasant's fair if you will <laughs> hello and welcome to totally tell me a weekly entertainment review podcast where we talk about movies music food and fun my name's dominic mccurio and i'm here with laura weinbach hello hello hi uh we're just having a grand old chat we'll probably keep some of that in or maybe not who knows but i feel like it's about time to introduce our guest of the evening which is graham patzner hey How's it going? How's it going? <laughs> Great. <laughs> Love the energy tonight. Loving it. Woo, I can feel it in the back of the room. Well, that was an energetic, I think, response hey. to a very <laughs> decent and not highly energetic introduction. However, yeah. the audience who's listening cannot have seen the true. funny yeah. gesture that was contrary to true. the verbal. Now, if you don't know Graham Patzner, uh, he, he's the front man of Whiskerman, which is a Bay Area you know, just rad band. You should check them out. Uh, they're on Spotify and all that stuff. Um, but yeah, Graham, Graham is also uh, Anton's brother. <laughs> and Anton right. has been on the, he's graced, has graced this podcast uh, but a number of times. But somehow you have uh, evaded capture. It's um, true. It's true. I don't know how you did it. I've canceled a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but here we are, nearly 100 episodes deep into this Damn, podcast. that's a lot. And That's you and, we, and can we swear your, on this? Oh, you can. Okay. You can definitely swear. swear. Yeah, you I, can promise. Yeah. and you enough. can help, but you cannot say bad words. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, it's great to have you. Finally, I'm, yeah, I'm, it's great I'm, to be here. Yeah, I'm glad you could finally uh, yeah. come, come aboard the the ship here. Absolutely. You know, we've been listening to it for for years now. How long has it been going? Two years? Three years? Yeah, this is, uh, this is two year. years. Two the, years deep. Seventh year is that what you said? No, I said two years. <laughs> this is the seventh. No, I said year. second year. My God, fav- can you imagine if we're doing this in five more years? Could be. I'm sure. Could I'm, be happening. Could, I'm sure you will. Five years, maybe. <laughs> maybe. No, uh, no. My favorite is when Strings uh, gets on gets on the podcast. He has been. Yeah, he has come on. Um, we. Uh, he's not really returning calls though right now. Um, yeah. I have reached out. Uh, but I think he maybe just got a new number. I think he might have just gone off the grid. To be honest, I'm not really sure well, what has well, come we, up strings. What we found out tonight is that he's starring in movies now. Like, what was that movie? Jesse I- he's He is Jesse oh, Eisenberg. Oh, he was in that oh, movie, um, yeah. How to Be a Millionaire. Yeah. No. <laughs> no it, the, art the, the, art of, the Art of the Taekwondo. Art of the Art of The Art of Self-Defense is the it. name of the there movie. Out. 2019 film. Very good. <laughs> That's the one. Yeah. But it turns out he's in that yeah, movie. String was, yeah, Strings was in that. No shit. As String. Maybe that's why, he, maybe Singular. he's just too big for us now or something. Could have been. I think so. He blew up. He did blow up. So follow but his But in career. a different way, like that yeah. kind of unexpected. Right, right, right. right. Movie star now. Mm. Well, if you want to follow his career, we don't really know his new alias. Movie but string. You could, uh, you could just try and track him down, I suppose. Just go to your local multiplex and, uh, and see what's up. I heard that actually the reason you think he changed his number is because he did. Oh, he did actually change his number. I think the number. new number is area code... Eight three one five 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 strings. Oh shit! Wow. Try it. Well, that doesn't Wait, quite really? add up in my head. But, but now he's I'm now you're it. gonna get all these weirdos calling strings. Yeah, could be. 
It's <laughs> <laughs> the price you pay. It is but the price you pay. Uh, we are Stop. here also to, and we will get to this uh, in a little bit in the second half of the episode, but we're going to uh, review the 2016 film The Witch, uh, d- written and directed by Robert Eggers, um, which is a, a, a fan favorite here at, at Totally Tell Me, um, uh, of that director at least. Um, and we're going to get to our opinion. It, it's, it's a film that had kind of like eluded this podcast because we started the podcast shortly after that movie came out. And uh, we just never reviewed Ever it. Ever so shortly. After. Ever so shortly. It might have actually been like a full year, to be honest. But uh, but well, who's counting? <laughs> the year is but a glimpse of hope in the eyes of God. But, but we're going to get to that being, a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's it's relevant now because the, the director, Robert Eggers, did just release uh, his second movie. Mm-hmm. The Lighthouse. The Lighthouse, <clears> which <throat> we reviewed Just two but a couple episodes, episodes ago. But a couple episodes But a couple ago. episodes ago. And, and so what, here we are. What was your take then? Loved on it. the light, oh, we really liked it. Yeah, yeah I loved yeah. it. You should really, see, yeah. yeah, I'll see it. Yeah, yeah. I'd like to. Mm-hmm. You just may as well. Well, it's hard. It's actually really it hard to like go see movies for me. Yeah, because mm. I, yeah, I have a kid, and so I end up seeing his, you know, movies that he, his movies that he puts on, movies. that he, oh, that he directed. Does he do it, like, uh, like, um. You toy know, movies? I, I wanted to say Legos, but you know what I'm talking about. Like Play-Doh? the Legos, Army Men yeah. and stuff. Like, does he, does he oh, kind like of put toy, on a production? Toy, toy, toy movies? Yeah. yeah, like we used to do that, me and my brothers. Yeah, used to me know. too. Yeah. I have yeah. seen the video. That's awesome. Yeah. So yeah. What, what's uh, what's been like the latest production out of the uh, uh, out of the Patsner presses? Um, you mean all around? Like, because Otis doesn't have any productions yet. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> a joke. He's a five-year-old. That's a joke. He's five. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, you know, maybe he's like playing with the playing with the shit, and you know, like, <laughs> yeah, <he's, laughs> maybe he's playing uh, with the shit. You know, yeah, yeah, you, you know, know you know, fucking toys. You know, you know you're getting toys, and he's, he's crawling around, and he's he, doing his whatever. He's excuses five years he is. old. It's bullshit. He is. Uh, I mean, he does. He does the silly Otis show, and that all all it entails is him like jumping on the couch and trying to like. T- Love it. Actually, wait a minute. Grab a he fan, actually, like the fan. That's what I mean. That sounds like a production. Yeah, that's yeah, what I mean. Yeah. Wait, yeah, he, that's... he was actually was in a movie recently. Oh, he was, was in your movie. My movie. Yeah. <laughs> Anton what? and I shot a video here last weekend. And right. I mean, I was definitely going to ask Ot- you. Little Otik was Otis <laughs> was in it, but but yeah. Anyway, I just yeah, yeah. want to chime in. But how have you been? Yeah. So what's <laughs> up, what's up? What's up with you? What's going on? Uh, I, I haven't seen you in a long in a long while. In, in general, man. Well, you know, it's got it's like we're, we're almost at the end of the year. It's been a long it's been a long mm-hmm. year. A lot of I've I've played a lot this mm-hmm. year. So that's great. Have you been yeah, doing any like a lot of music reflecting on the year? The year has passed, and you're like thinking back on 2019 and looking at your highlights and your lowlights and sort of like graphing them and charting them in your mind and trying to figure out what the projections are for 2020. Have you done any mm-hmm. of that? <laughs> <laughs> no, because no, I, I don't know. I'm not really good at doing any of that. Oh, okay. That's yeah, fine. I'm not really good at projecting. That's why. Into really the future nice. and like trying to, you know. Oh, what about well, projectile I, I guess, vomiting? I guess I sort Hold of on. am. Hold on. That brings us to my next question. What was it like? I have done a little projectile vomiting. Oh, were you mightily sick recently? tell about the experience. No, well, we did, uh, I did uh, an ayahuasca ceremony recently. There was a <laughs> Colombian shaman who came out from, uh, from New York City. Mm-hmm. And I was asked to come and play music. Mm. And they also said, like, hold space, quote unquote. Wait, where, where <laughs> was, where? It's a psychic, because people, I mean, have you ever, have you ever done that before? No. What, no, ayahuasca? Ayahuasca, no. yeah. It's a ceremony but I know that, a friend who, you know, who it's like a, a big part of the whole process is like purging. Mm-hmm. And mm. people go through pretty intense experiences yeah. on it. Yeah. So well, like, if you're going through something intense, they want some people to like kind of help as facilitate. For know, sure. Be space holders and oh, okay, gotcha. You know, like yeah, and wait, they invited you to play music. Where, where was the whole thing being held? It was down in like uh, it was in the Santa Cruz uh, uh, mountains, and was it in the spot a teepee or no? I mean, it was this was just like in like little. It was in a house, like in a retreat (laughs) center. So I've done. (laughs) This is the funny thing is like you know. I've never. I haven't been to the. I haven't been in the jungle where like people are doing these like little bungalows or like yeah. You know, just crazy scenarios. But so how many I've people done were it, involved in it? 
in the, this particular instance? I think there was about 15. 15, okay. I think there was 15. So yeah. 15 people taking it and then like a couple people as like kind of guides or something? Or? Were they like There's shamans? basically like one guy who's, who is the, the shaman and then his assistant was like my friend and he and, and we were all playing music together. And so, including the during shaman. it, yeah, including the, sh- the shaman was like a master musician. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How do you ingest? You, the, and you come the up. Ayahuasca. It's a it's a brew, so it's like, it's a, a like a tea. It's it's a cactus. It's like re- this was really thick. No, it's not a cactus. It's a it's a vine and a and a root. Mm-hmm. So so you're like chewing it's like it, a kind tree of? in a in a vine. Yeah. So they boil it in water, or it's like leaves. I think too. Well, it's like. I'm not the person to fucking talk mm-hmm. about that. Wait, wait, and how wait, much they, do you they have boil to... it in water? Uh, yeah, they boil it in water. And then you drink the tea. Yeah. And did it okay. taste really bit bitter, or what? Did it taste bad, or what does it taste? Yeah, like? I mean, some people. I was like, initially, I was like, oh, this is this is great, you know. I've done it a few times. And initially, like, like right when you drank. I like, it? yeah, yeah, like the taste to me doesn't it didn't bother me that much. Oh, okay. Does it make your mouth feel tingly in any way or like have a physical effect on you right away in any kind of numbing way or any kind of way? <laughs> I don't think it's like, there's not like a mouth thing that happens necessarily. Okay. But, but a stomach but thing happened. Is there a pants thing that You will definitely. So, I mean, every, every, <laughs> like, every time <laughs> it's different, <laughs> first <laughs> off. And then like, yeah, I mean, you actually. Oh, yes. oh, Wait, oh an aphrodisiac. Like, people do. Aphrodisiac? No, no, no. Wait, people, people do. People do. Like, like people have, it? people have sex with like spirits and stuff. Like, oh, no. But I meant like when you drink it. Okay, that's So they have sex with the spirit. But like what's really happening? People are, are basically probably just like kind of, they're like undulating. I, I just went back in my chair to sort of. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they're just sort of undulating and maybe just like uh-huh. writhing around in their space. Right? right. But like, yeah, I mean, I've heard stories of people like actually. Like having orgasms having, and stuff from. Spirits. Yeah. Like having like full body sort of orgasmic wow. experiences. Wow. Okay. And so. Yeah, but that's not like necessarily super common. Uh-huh. uh-huh. I don't Did that know. happen to you? Well, come on. (laughs) 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 Well, so you were talking about this this purging effect that. All right, so yeah, so like, so this, so this particular uh, brew is the is the yahe, and and that's from Colombia, and it is very intense. Yahoo! And so I think that I also have kind of made the mistake of not being. (laughs) Uh-huh. It kind of does actually has the consistency of Yahoo. <laughs> well, the, you know the commercial for Yahoo.com? Oh, forget it. Yes. No, no, you know Yahoo. The drink. Oh, the drink. Definitely of a Yoohoo. No, that's, that's you. Oh, that's you, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, it's funny because that exact thing came to my mind too when he did that. But he that. said that, right? I know. I was thinking of commercial for the website, which I still have as my email. <laughs> oh, do you and really? nobody else does. Yeah, <laughs> you are. Yeah, I still have that. you're an anomaly. So, so here I'm just gonna. I'll, I'll, yeah, yeah. Let me get. Let me get into like the war. This is the, this is yeah. a warning to anybody. Get into the warning. Is that you have to come to you have to come to ayahuasca with ex, with an extreme amount of respect. And there's a diet. There's a dieta that. You have to follow, mm-hmm. and that should be really followed. Why do you say dieta? Because that's what they call it. Dieta. So that's the, same as, that's the same as diet. You must stick to your dieta. <laughs> that's the true. Is oh my god, the irreverence of here is just the witch is going to come. I'm not being I irreverent. I respect it. I didn't say that. No. No, I do respect. I, I do respect. I do respect. I do respect. Come on, I do hey, respect. I, I respect. Hey, you so, got the respect. No, I, I got it. I got it. I'm just following the dieta. Uh, no, but I got that, the dieta. So that's uh. like a true. That's a actual word from the language of what? I mean, God, it's the, don't ask me. I am not I am not an expert. But it's just what they call So you stuck to your dieta and then the dieta is just like you gotta, you know, like basically there's you don't you don't eat salt okay. and you don't uh no there's like you're not supposed to really have you shouldn't really have meat. Mm. You should just like eat very clean, but there's like some specific things that you shouldn't have, like you shouldn't have fermented foods. Okay. So like so anyway, so basically cut two. Well, We're so, purging. So, well, I mean, you know, this this purge. could be because I didn't fully follow the diet, the diet or it was like, mm-hmm. um, but you know, it's weird because I have I've done it before and like probably followed the same kind of diet to, to the same extent, you know, to and the same extent, okay. to the same to the same extent, mm-hmm. and uh, and I didn't like purge as much as this time, but that also everybody else was purging a lot, and I think it's just because like the brew was really thick. Cool. So now what, so at this point, so after the purging, 
what happened like what did you experience beyond that what was your kind of yeah i just want to hear about some details here like did you uh, see spirits you know, did you see other things yeah being? there's a bunch of stuff that like it, I, it's kind of hard to really describe and i think one of the main things is that this was like on the second night and i'd basically been been puking you know each each time i did it and i was like fuck i don't want to do this oh, wow. and it was just like a voice from that was like, you know, this you're you're you need to do it. You need to like let out this let go of this grief and like you're grieving and and then it that, there was there was more kind of lessons about being a a western a westerner coming to these ways and like really not knowing fucking anything. Mm. And just like how it's like there's it's it's a it's a it's a like lifetime school lifetimes of schools to like learn from that teacher from that from from that medicine mm -hmm, mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. so it's just like i can't i don't know i can't in some ways i kind of feel like i got bitch slapped straight up mm -hmm, from the medicine mm -hmm. but in a, like in the best way actually <laughs> i think i get what you're saying you know what i mean where i'm sure i mean in in psychedelic experiences like you know these things happen like really they they teach us a lot mm -hmm. and and this and this definitely had that for me and also like i was it i was, was going through it was very humbling but also very helpful too because i had been going through some i've been going through some heartbreak and like i was i was letting i was able to sort of look at it and let it go in some mm -hmm. ways you know mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. i've i've been in it and i just just like undeniable where you're like seeing like mermaids and you saw mermaids oh yeah and like i see wow. a lot yeah i've seen mermaids really? <laughs> yeah, well, they were in my like. I want to see mermaids, but also, the, I mean, I've you know the most common thing I think I see is like animals. I see a bunch of animals. Yeah, that's what I've heard about ayahuasca. Yeah. It's like you kind of see like a spirit animal, and yeah. they come to you and I see, like jaguars kind of and like all sorts of things. Mm -hmm. Which now I'm afraid about jaguars because like my friend, my, I was just I just heard a story about somebody in the jungle like doing a ceremony and like a guy turned into a jaguar, and not like. He like he was he was. In, <laughs> I know that sounded funny. He I hear what you're saying. He was taking over. He was He was. He just starts like going around the circle. <laughs> That's what he did. I'm a jaguar. That is what he did. <laughs> I'm, I'm a, a jaguar. jaguar. I'm a jaguar. <laughs> 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 I don't even know what they do. What do they do? They purr. <laughs> no, but explain what you mean though. By he turned into a jaguar. For I think he was possessed. Life. He was possessed by a jaguar, and I guess he like attacked oh. he attacked the shaman Whoa. he did yeah did he like bite him <laughs> yeah wait he did just he started start like roaring? i think he I th no i mean like i, like, <laughs> I don't he, know i don't know like, i wasn't I'm imagining there. a guy being like you know it's not, <laughs> you know it's not, really I mean? not but i also can imagine it's being very real like uh -huh. not, not yeah. like i'm not making jest of this even though it is rather funny when you think about it but like I'm I sure can to be see how a person could kind of be overcome by the sort of spirit of something like that and then just kind of go balls out type of thing. Yeah. Yeah, you could understand <laughs> but, that, wow. right? Yeah, yeah. kind of. I mean, I, I could imagine what that would look like. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just like a part of like, right. it's a part of, it's a part of like a way of maybe our, our, our minds sort of. Projecting, speaking, projecting, speaking to to us through through symbolism, right? Uh -huh. uh, because like we can't understand a different way, I guess. Hmm. Yeah, it's like watching a David Lynch film. You take from it what you will. Yeah, could be. Yeah, I think maybe so. Surreal it's art. Like the sub this is the subconscious. It's going deep into that realm. Yeah, right? except it's it's manifesting from your own mind. So I guess you know one could then interpret it in more of like a circular fashion because it's like you're interpreting your own visions so i think yeah. that's like where it can be interesting but yeah like I, analyzing other people's visions i always find kind of like odd you know and that kind of even goes for that's why i have a hard time believing in like horoscopes and, and that sort of stuff because it's like hard for me to kind of believe in someone else's version of what they think that like i must be based on this this and this yeah but i do find a lot uh to you know uh, analyzing your own dreams sometimes or yeah. you know I, I think there's more there at that point yeah for sure this is all pretty yeah it's all this is all pretty relevant to what we've just watched could be Isn't right it? right right and be. we will get there soon but i did want to briefly ask you laura what's up with your house being in disarray oh yeah well uh we shot so as we mentioned earlier we shot a crazy video last week um 
for a song that we will I'm hoping that we're going to be able to release this within we were hoping to get it out by Christmas but I kind of I'm not thinking that's going to happen at this point the whole video yeah we were well, aren't you gonna, still shooting no oh okay. no no we shot everything in two days Oh, okay. Like we had started shooting a little bit in, at at the studio in Emeryville Ant, at Anton Studio, but um, right, I heard about we uh, scrapped all that. Two footage. different. <laughs> that <shoes>. was not <laughs> really good. Um, it, why why wasn't it good? Um, it just didn't not it just didn't work. But mm. it, I'm glad that we ended up reshooting everything because we ended up shooting everything in one location, which was here Your in the house. house. So your favorite location? Well, yeah, I like it because it's controlled. I can, you know, like there's no factors that I have to like be concerned about that are, you know, at least not. I'm not. I don't have to succumb to the whim of the elements. Thankfully for that, <laughs> I also have everything I need here in terms of like, you know the mirror and like makeup and costume stuff and any kinds of hardware stuff that I might need last minute. But anyway, yeah, I built like four crazy sets here in the house. And so we're stitching them all together. And anyway, I'm, I'm, I'm really excited about it. The, the art direction I think looks awesome. And so the only thing that's still in the air is the editing. And I mean, I really hope that, you know, we can make it Cool. Is Anton, is Anton cool. editing it? Anton is editing it, and he's doing a lot of other stuff too. He's having to do like After Effects stuff, and there's well, wow, he's bit like of, learning new things. Huh? Yeah, he's learning a lot, and I mean, it's a lot, but I'm hoping that you know we can make this look legit. <laughs> and <laughs> like, Otis is in it, right? Footage looks cool, and Otis was in it. Yeah, so I guess I can give a very brief concept, which is that it's like the idea. I won't say what the song is going to be. I'll say that it is a cover. Um, which I'm, uh, but I'm really stoked about it. And the idea for the video is that it's a, a person in one room with a flashlight, and they're basically like standing in the middle of the room, shining the light on one wall at a time. And each of the walls is like a different theme slash like setting. So one wall is like, and the the theme slash setting is defined by the wallpaper. So I got these four different antique um, like muted toned wallpapers one is like a red brocade with cherubs all over it it has a very kind of carnal look to it one is a blue brocade um, another one is like a pale green brocade another one is a gold brocade so each of those sets the kind of tone and then there's like different things happening in front of each wall and every time you pass by a wall or every time it shows the wall there's something that's changed about that wall throughout the video so like one wall has paintings all over it and then the next time you see it one of the paintings has changed and something in that painting has come to life. So that's cool. kind of one thing and then on another wall there's like the pian a piano against the wall and that's the scene that uh Graham's son Otis was in. He's like playing the piano in one scene and then the next yeah. time you see that wall it's like a grown person playing but then they reveal something strange about their face over time. And then yeah, there's all kinds of crazy stuff going on and anyway, it ended up looking really cool and I was really pleased with how it all looked, but yeah, again, it's just a matter of stitching it all together now. So I'm hoping that it that we can make it make it all make sense. Cool. I mean, I I'm excited know. to see something that I, I'm not involved with. To be honest with you, it's kind of an exciting prospect. For You're me. probably like, I doubt they're gonna make it. No, that's not what it, me. I, 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 I think it'll be fun. Too. I think it'll be fun to see something from the outside because you right. know, obviously, with the other Foxhills videos, I was deeply involved with right. them. Right. And I actually have no idea what this is or is about. Like you telling me that is the most I've even heard. So it's kind of. I know. I think it'll be exciting to to see something from the outside. <laughs> I, I get really... to be a fan. I really want to show you stuff, but I'm no. Also, you should wait. I think I'm gonna wait. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm gonna at least wait. I, I, I would rather see, stuff. you know, like yeah, the yeah. vision. I know. Come together. Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'll totally wait. <laughs> it's up to you, but I yeah. just wanted to show you a couple. Ah, forget it. How have you been? <laughs> no, I'm I'm super excited. That's that's cool. That's, yeah, that's, I'm excited too. Yeah, so look for that then. Foxtails coming coming soon oh and also Ish. p.s uh fox hills did just release a new single oh yeah well definitely <laughs> right. um called on the other side and There's uh bury the lead <laughs> no one seems to be listening to it but hopefully i listened thank you thank i haven't you heard though. it yet exactly no and that's you know what's pals. disturbing to me about that is i have posted it on instagram but you obviously haven't seen the post so I'm thinking there's something no, up with the algorithm. I saw the post. Oh, you did? Okay, never mind. It's just that, like... It takes a lot to listen to something. No, it was just like, I kind of forgot, you exactly. know? Okay. Like, at, in the moment, I was like, oh, I want to hear this, and mm. then and then I didn't because I was doing something or whatever. Well, then that's telling as well. 
That's probably what happens to a lot of people. And you got to keep posting. Yeah. I feel like it's just so crazy because I announced the thing and that seemed to d- do really well. You know, the announcement got like all these likes. Well, because it was a brand new comments. picture of you. Yes. But then and when, then when you the posted song, it, it was no a picture. And I think that's, yeah. No one cares about artwork these days. Well, no, no, no. They do care about artwork, but I think you should lead with, like, I think people, uh, it's weird. Like, people will just click on pictures of people. I know. Or not click, but like. I know. They interact more with, you know. But then I tried to make up for it by posting a picture of me with the song playing behind it. No one cares. Um. Well, I don't know about that. (laughs) I don't know about that. You just posted that today, didn't you? Yeah, but I I can tell when a post is doing well. It usually gets at least two likes. Do you have press on it? Like, do you have anybody like premiering it or anything? Yeah, it got premiered on on this magazine called Outwood. But Uh, the single is out on the other side, and uh, yeah, I mean, I I really like the record. I'm happy with how the recording came out, and I hope that people get a chance to hear. Check it out. It's on Spotify. It's uh, it's a it's a it's a split, right? Yeah, it's a split seven inch uh, with an artist named Kramis. He's Mm -hmm. based in. in uh, Denver, Colorado, and he's just a really sweet, awesome artist. And uh, he like found this really off the cuff YouTube video that I posted of me playing the song live, like in my parents' house. And um, it was just like an impromptu recording that I randomly decided to post. And he came across that, and he really, really liked it. And he uh, proposed that we do a split seven inch, and that we release, you know, that song and one of his songs together. And I really liked his music. Um, and so, anyway. What's the name of his? Kramis. Uh, Kramis, cool. Yeah, his, and his track is called um, Between the Moon. And um, anyways, yeah, he is really cool. Oh, yeah, and, the, and the, the, the whole thing is out on a very, very limited run of um, lathe-cut vinyl. So those are pretty awesome, actually. And um, he's, like, making them to order. Well, no, we do have a very limited run. I'd love one. I mean, if there was, you you might be able to get one. You might be able to get one. Um, But yeah, yeah. If you got, if anybody out there listening does want a copy of it, hit me up at uh, foxtailsbrigade at gmail dot com, and I will let you know how you can get one. I mean, this is big. You know, like Foxtails Brigade hasn't put out a song in like four years, and Mm -hmm. uh, I think it's really beautiful. It's it's basically just like Laura's show of a song. Like, there's not too much else going on. There's like little bits here and there. But yeah, I mean, I remember when you played that song for me, you know, many, many moons ago, and I think it's great, and I think people should listen to it. Thank you. Did you yeah, record it yourself, or what? Yeah, well, Anton and I recorded it here at home. Cool. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, more coming soon. More releasing coming soon. What's up with you? Well. I know we've been talking for aeons, but just. Yeah. But I think we should get to the witch. Yeah. Okay. Sounds um, good. Yeah. Let's get to the witch. Cool. All right. So, to recap here. Um. The Witch, again, is a 2016 film that is written and directed by Robert Eggers, who uh, very recently put out um, The Lighthouse, 2019 film. Um, the Witch is uh, takes place in 1630 New England, um, and it stars Anya, Anya Taylor-Joy as uh, Thomason, who's like a young girl in a family that has just been um, exiled, exiled from, from, their, from their town or their village. community, their village. Uh, and they kind of get exiled to like a remote plot of land that they have to kind of just start from scratch from a little bit. Uh, but then they start to be like terrorized by a dark force. And we'll just leave it at that. Yeah. <laughs> um, the film I have seen, I, I saw actually in theaters uh, with Laura um, when it was, when it had just come out. Uh, it was 2016, 2016? 2016, yeah. Okay. Um, it was February 2016. Uh, and... And yeah, I, I uh, almost four hundred years later. Almost four hundred <laughs> years later, here we are recording the podcast. So I, it's not as fresh in my mind, but I have seen it a couple times since um, to show people. I think most recently I saw it like at the beginning of this year. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so yeah, um, we like to start with a guest to totally tell me. And first, for anyone listening, uh, we're not going to talk any spoilers. We're not going to talk about uh, the plot of the film. We're just going to talk about um, what we liked and what we didn't like. Uh, so yeah, let's get into it. Um, Graham, what did you, what did you think of the witch? Well, so, you know, Laura has been telling me about the witch for many years. Uh-oh. And, uh, <laughs> so, like, yeah. so, uh, it's hyped is what you're it's saying. It's a bit hyped. It's a bit hyped, but it's, it, it was, 
I thought it was it was great. I can't believe I hadn't seen it actually yet. You thought it was great? Yeah. Oh. Okay. I mean, I thought it was a good movie. Yeah. I mean, I, I it's hard to it's hard for me to say because I just saw it. Sure. You, you yeah. Know, yeah. It's like hard to it's hard to just go right in. I feel like it probably would need to digest a little bit. And that's what we're gonna do here tonight. There's, anyway. there's elements of it that are somewhat uh, to me they felt kind of predictable, mm. and I just kind of like knew where the story arc was gonna go a mm-hmm. little bit. Mm. Um, but the way that it's done is so is, it's so well done. Mm-hmm. And uh, like cinematography is beautiful. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. the costumes, the acting, actually like the kids mm-hmm. are really good mm-hmm. in it. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah. Which is crazy because like usually kids, you know, that's that's the hardest thing, and they're so good in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they say kids and animals are the two things that you shouldn't uh, work with, and this film definitely has both. Yeah, it definitely has both. Um, and it's very intense. And you know, like my favorite movie of this year so far is Midsummer. Mm-hmm. No, I love Midsummer. Yeah, so like it's great. Yeah, one of my favorites as well. I think that movie, to me, it feels like it has a little bit more weight to it. Mm. Mm-hmm. Like there's a little bit more. Uh, there's a little bit more of like a purpose to it, where I, you know, I kind of because that movie is kind of like about a relationship and mm-hmm. like like a codependent relationship. And it was like him, it was the, the director sort of going through a breakup and like trying to make an operatic ode to that. Mm-hmm. So there was like a little bit more like subtext to things. And this one, the witch felt very much like straight up, this is a movie about the, a witch, mm-hmm. like about that thing, hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and like old school done in, you know, the Puritan times and like the... Mm-hmm all of the influences of Christianity and, 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 uh, you know, it was, it was, it's done so well and it's done so like true to that time too, with all of the dialogue and stuff. Cause they all were like speaking in that. Mm-hmm. They actually yeah. went and actually got some text from them. Right? It's based on like diaries from the time and diaries. They, would, they would use that to like have a good sense of how people were talking back then to make it as accurate as possible. This director is like obsessed with, accurate language uh, you haven't seen the lighthouse but it's a very similar sensation of watching the lighthouse where it's like almost impenetrably at times uh true to the uh setting yeah and, and, and time yeah i mean that's amazing you know that's really cool i was just like but you know and, and then it also is kind of like it's so outrageous too some <laughs> of the language is so outrageous it, yeah yeah you know so and like <laughs> It's it can it can be laughable sometimes for mm. uh, for for us right mm-hmm. because it's just ridiculous and some of the, like that main actor the his voice was so low mm-hmm. the, the father so, yeah, yeah 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 so gruff and that, like that's uh, yeah I mean <laughs> yeah he's like boy <laughs> and it's like so it's like so yeah. <laughs> Yeah. He's on uh, Take of- You to the Forest. <laughs> it sounds you so take it to the forest. <laughs> He's in uh, Game of Thrones, is he not? I is he don't not? I honestly don't He ra- yes. I've heard that he was in Game of Thrones, but I'm trying to like picture who he plays in Game Apparently of Thrones. Apparently he's in Game of Thrones. I'll look up his name while I you're mean, talking. I mean, was but, he um, Uncle Bungeon? I don't know. He's Maybe. pretty uh He's pretty. He's an intense actor. For yeah, sure. he, they really, all are. All the people are, aren't they? Yeah, they were all really like, yeah, they were all they were all great, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now the wife I mean, is definitely from Game of Thrones, by the way. Yeah. But anyway, I just feel I just found. I mean, I guess we can't really get into the spoilers of it, but we'll talk about that in a bit. Yeah. It'll, yeah. It'll kind of explain how sure. I feel about it. Sure. For sure. Yeah. Uh, Laura, what do you think of The Witch? I really like this movie quite a bit. In fact, it's, I love this movie. I would venture so far as to say I love this movie. Um, yeah. Now I, I will reveal this something that I didn't mention before we watched it tonight, which is that I actually just rewatched this movie again for the second time, like three weeks ago. Oh, you had never seen it since the theater? No. What? Yeah, but like it's that's ca- crazy. Have you? Yeah, I, I just oh. said that I saw it like oh, sorry. four times. To- I've seen it like four times oh, in between then and now. Oh wow! So you y'all are like way ahead of me here. Kind of, but it's interesting because I I watched this movie for the second time like three weeks ago at Joshua Tree. <laughs> and it was, you know how when you're watching a movie that you you felt like you really liked and you have it set in your mind as like this movie, you know, that you really, really liked and then you're showing it to a new person and you're getting the sense that maybe they're not as into it and then you're starting to kind of like see what they're seeing, you know what I mean? Like when you're watching a movie that you personally really like and they're, they're not as into it or something like that and then you're starting to feel like 
humbled or not humbled, but a little bit like Well, who did you watch it with three weeks weeks ago? Well, I watched it with Jenny and Brian. And mm-hmm. Brian was way into it. So Jenny is one of my very good friends. My one of my old my oldest friend actually. Well, maybe not my oldest friend, but she's a very old friend and she's like my best friend my best friend. And um she was like really tired when we started watching it and her husband was still up for watching the whole movie and so she was like kind of not as into the movie and she seemed like she was like getting bored by it right away and and I was kind of feeling like you know self-conscious about that because I was like oh maybe it is kind of slow but then I but see for me I'm totally into that you know I love the pacing of this movie I just feel like this movie reflects such an air of authenticity because it really is taken from the text the times you know what I mean and like what you're saying I mean the way that this movie was made, it really feels like you're watching a piece of history. And even though there is this fantastical element of like the witch, you know what I mean? And these dark forces, you feel like this is something that could have happened. You know what I mean? Because, well, it just feels so authentic, you know, and it is very slow moving and it is very kind of like, it's like going to one of these kind of slow food restaurants, you know what I mean? Where it's something that is a low, a slow burn that does really pay off and also feels very organic, you know? Mm-hmm. And so you feel like you're getting something real. And and I just, I do feel like the acting is amazing. And so anyway, when I watched it two weeks ago, um, like eventually Jenny had gone to sleep and we continued watching it. And I just, there was something strange about the screen I was watching it on then, but it was interesting to relive that and relive like the dialogue and realize there is a lot of, stuff that's going on in the dialogue that I might have missed the first time we watched it. And also, you know, there's a lot of stuff that's hard to understand what they're saying. Mm -hmm. Watching it this time, the third time, I definitely understood a lot more, you know what I mean, of the actual dialogue they were speaking. Mm. And, you know, the different inner dynamics that were going on because of, like, certain plot points that were very much communicated in the dialogue and not really shown. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, and so I don't know. I just think that a lot of that stuff is actually really important. And there were a lot of other kinds of pre uh, like premonitions that were going on through the dialogue that were easy to miss. I think the first time, a couple times around, but very well incorporated. I thought I thought like if Mm -hmm. you actually understand what they're saying. (laughs) And also, I just love the visuals. I love the audio, like the soundtrack and the score is just great. It's like perfect to me and. Yeah, the kid who plays Caleb, the the boy, mm-hmm. um, I just think he's outstanding. Mm-hmm. Yeah, incredible. I, I agree. Yeah, he, he was incredible. Yeah, I mean, like his one, the his main moment, which we'll get to later, is just like so <laughs> complex for mm-hmm. a kid that age to be able to pull that off. Yeah. So we'll get more to that when we get to spoilers. But he's great. The main girl is amazing, and I really do think that this movie is not personally. For my my takeaway from this is not just that it's like about a witch, even though, yes, it is, you know, inherently to do with that. Um, I think that it's it, it there is more of a subtext too. I think it's about like female transformation, and you know, there's just a lot. It's all a lot about transformation and um, loss of innocence, and you know, that mm-hmm. really magical, like special time in life which is like coming of age which i i'm just inherently drawn to that in movies and in books like i love stories about adolescence and coming of age stuff that is about having to let go of your past and transform into something that is unknown and kind of dark and scary but also magical and whimsical and and temptation all. and sexuality too are definitely wrapped up in this movie well, that's as well. what i mean is like these kinds of dark thi- these things that are like shrouded in darkness basically mm-hmm but that are very much about like the human experience and uh, like a big part of that of course is sex, you know, like, Mm -hmm. and so I just think that that's just that whole time is such a magical time to observe in film and, and literature. And I've been obsessed with it, you know, since I was a teenager, just that kind of whole thing. And so this kind of movie is like right up my alley. Mm -hmm. So So I just really like it. You mentioned the second time that you watched it, that you were feeling like, kind of self-conscious of the people that you're watching it with how did you feel this time 
<laughs> okay, I felt like a little bit self-conscious because I was thinking that Graham was bored was bo- bored by it at first. But then I also was just like, ah, fuck it. If he doesn't like it, he doesn't like it. You know what I mean? I'm going to like it. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, because I really like this movie. But then I felt like by the time we got halfway through it that you were on board, you know? Or like once we got to certain points, I felt like you were into it, you know? Maybe. Well, when I was being like sick. Kind of, well, yeah. No, but I could also just, I'm very sensitive to people's vibes, you know? And I could tell like when you were engaged and when you were not as engaged, you know what I mean? Yeah. So. I just like, you know, I felt like, you know, it's, you, know you were it's, probably going to eventually be on board with it by the time certain things would happen. But it, what, it is a slow movie for sure. These first. days, too, I've noticed like it's just hard for me to like watch a movie at home even. Like I, I like going to the movie theater. I lo- yeah. I, you know, that's something I was going to bring up, too. But yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's just it, going to the movie theater. You, you're like completely. You have to be. Yeah. There. You're completely focused. And you're not. I don't. You're not on your phone. Well, anything. I'm, I'm not on my phone though at home either. But well, I got a call in the middle of this from the Chase Pro- Fraud true. Prevention that's Center true. and whatever. I had to take it. Right? No, like, I mean that's true. That's true. <laughs> but would you have taken that at a movie theater? Yeah, I probably wouldn't have had it on. Maybe right. There you go. There you go. Well, I just need to have more discipline. Yeah. Yeah. Also, uh, uh, screen uh, size and and audio can play a big part in things. I think as well. I think like there's so many parts of the going to the theater experience that is crucial to yeah. getting really? the most out of uh, out of a movie. And, and I love watching movies at home. Don't get me wrong; like it's very comfortable. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's really sure. nice to just lay in your bed or where or your couch or wherever you you are uh, and have your own little like space. Um, but. I think that there is something uh, so commanding about a massive screen uh, playing, playing, you know, this film in front of you. And, and, you know, especially if you're going to a theater that really does care about, um, you know, maintaining a, a good screen and a good sound system, like it could be very powerful. It can be much, it can be much more powerful than, than yeah. just sitting at home. And, and I mean, mm. I know home theater systems can be pretty great too, but I think um, unless you have that, uh, you know, it's it's worth it. It's really worth it to 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 get the the visceral experience of the movie because I mean they're designed Absolutely, to, to yeah. work that way. You know, I mean, yeah. uh, a lot of filmmakers are, are designing. I think this is a kind of is kind of a film that is designed for that. Just because it's so like operatic in, mm. in, yeah. in kind of its approach to like pacing. Where it's like it is, it is slow. Sure, it's totally slow. But I didn't even think that though. Well, we I don't think that theater. either, to be no, honest. Like, but when we saw I understand the why people think this is a slow movie because because it is it is a slow burn. But I think the tension is what kept me going As in the beginning. Do I. But I think that, actually, well, I mean, I mean, not, did you think it was slow? I guess no, I should have asked you that. No. I just felt like maybe you thought it. I don't know. No, I don't think it's slow. So, anyways, but Dominic, what did you? What are your initial thoughts on this movie? What do you, do you like? Um. Uh. I mean, I love this movie. Uh, it's one of it's. I think one of the greatest horror movies ever made. Uh, so I'm I'm pretty high on it. Uh, when I saw it in the theater, um, there were just moments that I felt like um, were really transcendent and like uh, uh, deeply moving mm-hmm, to me. Mm-hmm, you know, even yeah. thinking about them now, it like mm. it brings up like emotion. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. <laughs> no, really, know. like, uh, and I'm not exaggerating. Yeah. Like, it really, uh, uh, there. We'll get to them later, but there were some specific sequences in this movie that uh, I just thought were s- just so well executed, yes. and and so well built up to. And I mean, I just felt like it was perfect. Those scenes were like perfectly done scenes. And at the time, I mean, I thought of like The Shining and the pacing of The Shining too. And I felt like, wow, he's totally just like. Uh, taking the best of some of the best filmmakers' versions of horror, and and or in my opinion, the the best uh, horror of like the last fifty years, and like blending it together in this new um, kind of way. At the time, definitely new, and not like it's really even that old. It's it's four years old. But I will say though, I think in the last four or five years since this movie's come out, um, there's been like a whole swath of movies that uh, I feel like. Are it's, horror has become like a subgenre now uh, of, or there is now a subgenre of horror, I should say, 
um, that is sort of in line with this, which is like this kind of emotional horror, yeah. you know, and definitely Ari Aster who did Midsummer, yeah. uh, but previously, um, Hereditary, I felt like, well, the first up they're, they're, they're buddies. So like, I think they're also kind of like sharing notes in a way. Oh, cool. Uh, Cause they're definitely pulling from similar, I think, kind of realms of mm-hmm. filmmakers. Yeah. In the past. Yeah, absolutely. Seems um, like it. But yeah, I felt like when I saw The Witch, especially, I just had, uh, I, I just felt like I was like, I was just so excited for horror too, just the direction it was taking because I felt like this this was like a very definitive movie. It felt like at that at that time yeah. of like well, it's a resurgence of the full horror genre. It really was, and and, and here we are in Midsummer. You know? I know, I'm so happy about that. I really feel like this paved the way for Midsummer to be greenlit. Oh yeah, you know, yeah, that's actually true. It feels um, that feels true. Yeah, it, it was a bold it was a bold statement, uh, and it still is a bold statement to have like a period piece, what is essentially just like a dark drama, but like with horror elements. You know, I, I don't find it like. When I say this is one of the greatest horror movies of all time, what I mean by that is it plays in the horror. It is technically a horror movie because it's like dealing with these like dark well, folk fan- tales and fantastical elements. Um, do I? I don't think it's like the most terrifying movie I've ever seen. Right. But I, I just think it's like, well, like you guys have previously talked about, like phenomenally acted mm-hmm. and phenomenally directed, um, and I think that like pulls it pulls it through. To the right, the it's just like it's just a good movie. It yeah, doesn't even matter what the genre is. It doesn't yeah. Ma- exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it defies genre because it's just so good. Why don't we get into spoilers? Yeah, yeah. we should get into spoilers. Um, okay. So yeah, if you haven't seen The Witch, um, you should go see it. <laughs> but come back when you have. Uh, we're going to talk uh, story spoilers. So um, if you care about that, you should definitely tune out. Um, but yeah, so let's let's uh, let, let's dig into the story and, and talk specific scenes and you know. Well, so anyways, so uh, you, I feel like you were talking about. Some I was going to say, yeah, I was going to say. Uh, so it's not slow because it reveals the like witch in the very beginning. That's it, true. You know. Well, yes, which is usually that happens, but then there's not a lot that happens after that. Yeah, which is that, actually kind of interesting that that comes in right in the beginning and then yeah. it like stay, goes away for a bit, you know. Especially considering how little they show the witch, which I also think is such like a bold and excellent choice, which is like you only really get these quick glimpses throughout the entire movie. Except for that one. Except for that part. one, I know. I know. Honestly, the more the more it shows of the witch the, the, the one scene she's in the uh, like a barn in the barn right? yeah um, and they show her milking the thing and, and then she's she like, <laughs> that that's part great. that's yeah. great I that part was that was the one funny part to me to me that was the part that was like became campy but at the same time I understand I like why that. they included it because it was like classic you know what I mean yeah like, well there's so much classic scene. I also just like knew so that was this was another part of me where I was like okay so this chick this other one, what's her name? The, Thomason. the blonde Thomason. Thomason. She's the witch. She's going to become a witch, or you know, it's mm-hmm. all going to be about her. But she wasn't act. But emerging. It's not. And then, like and she then, is the witch though. And then she? I was like, okay. And then they're going to go into like a seance. Like this, this is going to end with a seance, or something's going to happen like that. You know. These people had the fucking worst lives. I know. <laughs> Just, like, the most oppressed. But at the same time, right? They're it was like beautiful. hunting. What are they they're, hunting again? Like rabbits or rabbit. something? They're hunting rabbits, and they're just like yeah, living in like the most desolate, like isolated, depressing, isolated place. And, True, but it is kind of beautiful. And too. then just like punishing themselves for being sinners and not right. and not allowing them to have their all their sexual feelings and right. It's completely repressed. Just all their feelings in general. Mm-hmm. Now, the one scene that I thought was amazing, the my favorite scene in this whole movie is the scene when the boy like a- approaches the woman with the red. Um, oh yeah, cape. I mean that's you know, hands the, down the witch, the Hansel and Gretel moment. You know what I mean? Where it's the witch who's yeah. like shape shifted into this beautiful young maiden. Yeah, it's amazing. And she like pulls just the way that was done was so transcendent. Like it, it just has this feeling. There's like no dialogue. It's perfect. The, I, the sound design is amazing. <laughs> it is. I just want to weep thinking so, about it. It's so good. It is just yeah. amazing. It's, it's one of those like amazing. real moments in cinema where you're like, holy shit, they really captured something special in that moment. That was that, like, that, it goes beyond like words, you know? I yeah. mean, it's just so good. And that scene also felt like very referential to The Shining. That was kind of what I was talking about earlier. Oh, interesting. Where like, I, I always think 
uh, when I watched that scene that it's like so very much the bathtub scene in room oh, 237 yeah, totally. where he like walks in just like silence. It's not like some loud music cue or whatever, but he just like sees this woman slowly opening the, and she looks like a beautiful young mm. woman. She opens the curtain and then she like slowly walks over to him and embraces him and they dance. And then it like is revealed that she's like this disgusting mm. old, like, mm-hmm. you know, decrepit, like decaying flesh falling off of her. And she like cackles and yeah. it's like, it's, I guess these things have, yeah, it's no, but I mean, it's still, but the thing really is, is I've never yeah. seen, I've never seen another film do Pull it as well as that scene, which I think is also one of just like the most terrifying scenes and just, just the chemistry scenes, really. between the two characters, like the energy in that scene is like so, it's so good. And it really, it actually reminded me a lot of this uh, movie that I watched as a kid called, the, it was like a short film on a collection of short films that my dad had called Strange Tales. There's one called The Dump. And it just has this real weird vibe to it. I can't explain it, but this that moment in this movie really takes me to that same feeling. And it just I don't know when when movies can do that, you know, pull you into like a def, a different. They just stick with you and they transcend. Mm-hmm. That's when I feel like it's done a good job. So were there scenes that you times. felt like um, were connecting uh, more with you, or were there scenes that were connecting like less with you? Like what were I felt like what uh, was immersion breaking? What was less, or what was working, and all that? <laughs> I think it, that's the thing is I think it all really works. Mm-hmm. I think it all works. Um, there's that scene with the the kid when the kid is about oh. to die. Oh yeah, the young boy. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's it's fucking amazing. He yeah. does such a good job in that scene. Yes, that's my next second favorite scene. Yeah, it's just it's so good. Right. Um, what a crazy like, like block of dialogue that this kid has to deliver. Insane. <laughs> yeah. It's like he's capturing the nuance of it so well too, where he's like, "Give to me your lips, my lord, my savior." <laughs> and it, it's yeah, like it was crazy how good they were with the dialogue. This, yeah, all these young actors, it's insane. Like it it's is. like Shakespearean, really. It yeah. is Shakespearean, and that's like yeah. super hard to do as a young actor. Like totally. I mean, it's hard to do don't for anyone. Don't understand it. Yeah, it's hard to do for anybody. To yeah. pull it off and to have it actually seem like not, you know, an over exaggerated stage production. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, I feel like your sound system is a little bassy, so like oh, his voice. It is. His voice was a little <laughs> like the hard boy's to understand. No, oh, the, the, man, oh, the, 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 the the dad. Oh the, or, yeah, you know, yeah. Right. His fucking voice was uh, it was kind yeah. of hard to understand sometimes. <laughs> you're absolutely right about the sound system being. Totally so I think yeah. like there's definitely some times when I kind of lost. I think I lost some things. Yeah. So that was... might have been part of like you noticing that I'm sort of like, what's this? Like mm, you know. Okay. 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 It's just like actually being able to understand what they're actually what they're saying yeah but maybe it's also i think it's a little difficult to understand what they're saying it def- it oh period is. it is Absolutely. yeah i mean like there's not only are they the speaking in time. old english but they're like speaking with crazy accents too yeah i mean they have pretty heavy uh, yeah i didn't understand a lot of it the first time we watched it other than just like i mean i, I understand not a lot of it but there were definitely these like entire sequences that are just like wait what they had a wait was that like Mm -hmm. why was that important or like i didn't even i also remember feeling the first time i watched it like wait why did they even get exiled like what's going really going on with this family yeah because it was like so much of the dialogue was either too difficult to hear and then when you did hear it it was like i had to like think about it sometimes you know i had it was like at times you almost wish you had the pause button to kind of be like okay so i guess that would mean Okay, okay, so like go to the river or whatever, you know? I guess that is maybe one flaw with the movie is that they did a lot of tell and not show. Like there was, it was so dialogue heavy that sometimes, and it was hard to understand that maybe they could have shown things a little more, Mm -hmm. you know? Just to illustrate, I mean, that's I think the lighthouse actually does that better, to be honest. I think he learned a little bit from that. Um, Because in my opinion, I think the lighthouse... uh, I mean, they're both excellent movies. I, I, I probably still favor The Witch just a little bit, but oh, I think I they're both ex- excellent. But I think that he kind of learned a little bit from from The Witch because I think The Lighthouse is much more just like visually spectacular. Hmm. 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 But I mean, this is spectacular in its own right. But like like you said, it's a little more... It well, I guess they're both dialogue heavy too, but I don't know. I don't this know. Seemed I like, just like the whole... Like, you know, the whole thing regarding the, the silver cup that belonged to the mom. Did you understand all that? 
Yeah. That the dad had stolen the cup that was the, her mom's and that he let the girl. I just understood it once he explained it, right? Like, <laughs> okay. I, it wasn't like, I wasn't following that storyline with yeah. that. Right. Like, I see, watching it the third time, I now understood everything he was saying about the cup before now, like, preceding the, ex, the long explanation yeah. at the end. But, like, it's pretty easy to miss that part. Yeah. Which for is sure. a fairly, like, there are these things that kind of add up to the dynamic between the dad and the daughter and the mom, too, that. Not just the cup, but there were other things too. Like, you know, when they went out into the woods and he let her take the blame for, you know, did you understand that the son was making up the fact that they went to go look for apples when they yeah, were actually going Yeah, of course, out? yeah. Okay. But did you also understand that like, I don't know, there were other little things that I felt like were in there that maybe could have been easily misunderstood that, I don't know. Yeah. So let's talk the ending. I want, I want to brief on the ending a little bit as well. What did you, what did you think of the, uh, the final act it was uh, like the very end when she goes into the seance and there you go. We could kind of talk up, both. We could talk about that and lift, then like lift off into yeah. the air and the stuff that happens before then with the yeah Philip, just the uh, the whole demise of everybody, the death mm-hmm. of everybody, and how she becomes a initiated into witchdom. Right. She basically she signs her soul away to the devil. Right. Oh, right. Yeah. 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 But yeah, what I did you about did... that scene? That was cool. Yeah, yeah, I love that scene. That's that's actually also one of my favorite scenes. I was glad to catch it tonight. I, I walked in right as the movie was uh, finishing up. I, I I didn't watch it tonight, but um, I love how his voice sounds. Black Phillip's voice. It's I very good. You. It's very like interestingly mixed too. Yeah. It's like, like very close. Yeah, very and yeah, close. very slight delay. And it's it? like it's so weird. What? It's like an ASMR video. <laughs> totally. Who is it? Black Phillip. Black Phillip, the devil, basically. Yeah, the the devil that is within the uh, goat. The goat. <laughs> but then he takes the form of a man right. at the end. But yeah, so what did you think of the of the ending moment moments uh, where she like finds the witch coven and floats up? Did you have any thoughts on that or? I love that. You love it. Yeah, I, lo- I love it. Yeah. yeah, it's a great ending. It's an amazing ending. Mm-hmm. That shot was fucking awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When she goes up. Yeah. And yeah, and she's like rises above the trees. Is, do people have a problem with that ending or something? Or, Well, I gotta say, <laughs> I myself, um, I find it, I, I really love the one shot where it's like tracking up with her. Yeah. Um, it's like attached to her and she's just kind of like maniacally laughing or like in a giddy, yeah. you know, frenzy yeah. because she's like floating, you know, and becoming this... Like entity an you know mm-hmm. that i love i love that shot and so i guess to get to that i'm cool with it because yeah. I, I and in a way it's funny uh I, I watched these final moments again just now uh i'm like why didn't you end on that shot because he briefly then cuts to the wide shot of her just like a small little thing at the top but like to me it's just so it's just so compelling to just see her like just laughing like crazy you know i mean it's yeah. a minor thing but oh i thought which the is actually was actually amazing this, oh. this is similar around. to the midsummer like through line and the ending with totally. midsummer. But they end on that close up and it's yeah, so fucking and that's good. That's so good. Yeah. It's so it gives me chills. See, yeah, yeah, me too. Oh, yeah, no, that, that that was a close like, up is just so powerful, you know? In in mid in uh in Midsummer's like it contained all of the emotions in that shot yeah. with yeah. her. It totally. was like it was, it was insane. <laughs> it was like you're like it was you're like horrified, but you're also like happy for them and uh-huh. like you know, it's all everything. It's just it's amazing. Yeah. The yeah. conflicting emotions in that are yeah. so uh-huh. powerful. And, and here, too, I think, I think it, there's that power here as well. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but I, I guess I'm just not, like, a big fan of, like, seeing a bunch of bunch of witches, like, floating up and stuff. Like, well, yeah, that, I guess, that part. I, I guess, think. like, that just didn't, I did, it just didn't, like, it didn't inspire me that much, and it didn't really, I wasn't, like. The other witches, you mean? The well, just the whole, just the whole, the entire ending. It's like, okay, so she's going to float up. And it's like, yeah, she became a witch. It's like. Woohoo! Like, but I just—it just didn't yeah. excite me really as a as a yeah. as a choice for the for the ending really. I yeah, think. I just feel like in a movie that is so well restrained and like so well kind of plotted out, that's the one spike up that just never works for me every time I watch it. Like, it, it it's the one spike that I see, and then I'm like, oh, okay, so you want me to like feel yeah like I'm just like losing my mind right now, but. But like it doesn't re- like you said it doesn't spark. I like what you said. What do you say? It doesn't spark. Inspire. Like, yeah, it doesn't inspire, inspire. or it, excite I, me. I, I totally or, agree. Yeah. yeah, like it just doesn't. It just doesn't really like hit me. Yeah, I almost feel like it would be creepier in a way if she just like approached that fire and it's just the one witch there or something. It's right. Like the two of them, or or right. or just her alone next to the and like floating up. Like there's something about the fact that yeah, it's like becomes alone. so big so quickly from like it being 
almost nothing, like a slow little drip of like this yeah. weirdness throughout this movie. And then all of a sudden it's just like, all right, now we got eight witches maniacally yeah. floating Yeah, up I didn't like that there was like a whole coven of them. That was a little weird to me. I mean, that was not, it was like not, it takes, it pulls you out of it just the felt, intimacy. It just felt like you you knew that it was going to go there. It just felt I didn't predictable. Know that it was for for me, it felt that way. It was like, okay. But mm. maybe that's because I've seen mm. like, like hereditary follows Predatory and Midsummer, they kind of follow similar oh, yeah. like, plot it's like a full structures. Coven. It's like a whole yeah. Coven. With with Hereditary, they come to that right. whole thing. Yeah, yeah it's true. like a whole coven, right? Or whatever. Yeah, that's true. Which I actually didn't like that as much. Oh, I mm. like that. that I actually feel like Hereditary did it better. Uh, the the ending I felt like was better. Hereditary in... was so scary. I thought. Oh, I loved Hereditary all, but just towards the end, it kind of felt like it sort of like mm-hmm. it almost rushed to a finish. Mm. Yeah, you know? I, I've heard a lot of people say that. Yeah. yeah, I think it just works for some people and works and doesn't for others. And I think it's the same with the ending of The Witch as well. Like, plenty of people also dig the ending, uh, uh, like, the reveal that there's, like, this coven out there. Uh, but, yeah, it's just, I don't know. I think it's just... Uh, I, I, yeah, I own. dig it. I, it felt like it. that was what kind of needed to happen, probably, for mm. the story. I don't know what else... What I else like it, the idea of you saying if it was just her and maybe the one other witch, or if it was just her rising above right. the, the flames... How creepy would that, that be? That would have been... I thought... I think that would have been Because then it'd be the, re- the reveal of her floating would actually feel even creepier, because it's like... Yeah. Um... Cool. Is there any like closing thoughts? Any any other things that we haven't touched on in this oh. film that we want to? So get then, to? what's the deal with the goat and the devil? Like, I think the devil just took the form of a goat's body in this. Well, film. the goat is often a fo- the, the goat is often the associated devil, with the, right? the devil. Like, well, the ram, you know. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So the the, the devil was in the form of. Oh, I don't know why traditionally, the goat is like considered to be. A, a, a form that the devil takes um yeah I don't, I don't really know too much about that to be honest do you wait what what the why, why what does, does the, the devil goat have to do often with the devil? in like folklore and, and and whatever take the form of, of a of a goat do you know i'm not really sure to be honest i don't know well we'll leave it at that a question for the <laughs> masses write in if you know oh yeah there <laughs> we'd you love go, to hear bro. your thoughts uh totally tell me at gmail.com you know, the rams head. tell us about the devil don't you totally talk about the rams head in one of your songs Oh, I do have I do have a song. For it's the called Rams, Rams Head. Head. Yeah, so we're gonna end the night tonight with a song by Whiskerman. Um, you had suggested that uh, we play a song called Rams Head. Is that correct? Yeah, that's right. Because it's just so it, it it feels appropriate for the eve. Is is that? And yeah. Wh- what I think album so. is this off of? This is off of uh, our first record, actually. Whiskerman, self-titled. Awesome. Yeah. So you can find it on. You uh, can Spotify find it on all that Spotify stuff. and. Uh, yeah, anywhere else you right. want. Or yeah. I don't actually we're sold out of CDs. Oh damn. Wow, congratulations. Sorry. Oopsie. <laughs> That's great. Well, if you oh, love you it. So you do have some records left though. But we do have actually we have records. Oh, you we have vinyl? Have, we have vinyl, not of that oh, record. Hot. Yeah, but we do. Of, of two other <laughs> oh, wait. Not of that record. Oh, no, okay. not a first record, but two, we have two other records that we oh. have vinyl of. Okay, cool. Sorry. Well there you go. If you love it, then just 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 go all in and just get the other two records. Yeah, get the other ones. Yeah. <laughs> do it um, yeah Graham thank Definitely. you so much for being yeah. on this episode this that was, was a lot, lot of fun, fun. Yeah. Yeah. thanks yeah. for having me yeah, for- <laughs> yeah. I'm, glad, I'm glad you could uh, I'm glad, glad we could finally get you on and, and you're welcome to come back anytime yeah I would love to alright uh, well we're gonna end tonight with uh, Whiskerman's uh, Ram's Head and this is Totally Tell Me we post new episodes every two weeks so uh, so find us rate us, uh, give us give us a give us a shout out to your friend or something and uh, we'll be back in two weeks with a new episode of Totally Tell Me
Yeah.